Welcome to the Headless Hangouts podcast. We are a community from around the world inspired by the philosopher Douglas Harding. To find out more and to join in on the conversation, please visit www.headless.org. Enjoy. We are live, and this is another Headless Hangout with friends. And uh, there are six of us today, and maybe uh, one or two other people joining us. And uh, we don't really have an agenda, except I just said before we started that we would introduce ourselves and say where we're at with uh, seeing headlessness. And so uh, we'll see what happens. So welcome, and the basic experience is very simple. You can't see your head. It's a non-verbal experience, and uh, I'm noticing it now. I'm room for this hangout, and uh, so are you. (laughs) So, Karen, would you like to start? Sure, yes, yes. Um, Well, uh, I think it's about four years ago now that I discovered the Headless Way, which uh, was bang-like making everything clear here at the center, uh, as clear as it never gotten before. And then uh, I feel I've really moved uh, through a small evolution here, like first exploring all of this for myself and then uh, starting to share it with a few friends around me. And then, yeah, meeting such wonderful people in the headless circles that inspired me even more and writing about them. And now, Richard, you're coming to Amsterdam, which I'm organizing. So it's it's gone from, from exploring it for me uh, as an individual to also exploring it with others, which is wonderful. And then discovering that we're all this one space inside with with all our individual views and 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 life uh yeah life luggage which makes it uh different it's wonderful i can't say anything else it's wonderful friendships on this the basis of headlessness so thank you lovely thank you thank you and you're in holland i'm in holland that's right. Okay. Uh, Matthew, would you like to go next? Sure. My name is Matthew. I live in Oregon. And uh, headlessness continues to uh, to enrich my life. I, I can just share a quick experience last night that will, uh, I think, exemplify. I went surfing. I was uh, going, getting ready to go to bed. It was really late. I had to get up at 5.30 in the morning, and it was about midnight. And uh, I was just ready to go to bed, and I realized that one of my chickens had been lost behind this fence. So to make a long story short, before I knew it, I was behind this fence looking for a chicken, and then I came back in. I was awake, so I put on a a Peter Sellers movie and I was up until two 30 in the morning and it was all okay. It was just, I just, but I couldn't have uh, planned that in a million years. It was all this, just what came out of the void. So, uh, 
that's an example of of just living life and and being there. As a Peter Sellers movie, it's called Being There. So how ironic! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so just watching uh, life emerge unpredictably out of the open space here, I suppose. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And we like your background, your garage. Ah, thank you. Yeah, the whole family sound asleep, so this is where I come. <laughs> thank you. And uh, Elka, would you like to go next? Hello, my name is Elka, and I live in Germany. Can you hear me? Is yes. It sound okay? Okay. And um, today, my whole day has been from the morning. Now it is. Uh, 3 p.m. and from the morning I've always had such a longing feeling and I'm switching in and off uh, this headless, uh, headless seeing because the, the longing feeling is very strong and it is nearly overwhelming and then I try to, uh, I, um, I'm going back to where I'm looking from, from where I'm experiencing that feeling or where, where it gets clear that it is this longing feeling and when I'm, when I'm in this um, in this space, then the longing feeling is there, and it is more like joy, and it is peaceful. And then I'm getting dragged back into it, <laughs> and then I'm coming back into the headless void, and uh, and seeing it. And um, every every time when I'm in, in in this headless space, I'm totally okay with it, and I I, I see that it is a good feeling, and I, I can be okay with it. And then I get sucked in again. And I was so happy to know that today I, I'm going to meet my friends at 3 p.m. because I'm happy to see you and <laughs> to be able to talk to people who are knowing how it is to, to look out of this space and experience whatever is coming up. Thank mm. you. <laughs> Wonderful. Kind of remembering and forgetting and remembering and forgetting. Yeah. yeah. Marvelous. Barbara. Uh, well, my name is Barbara, and I'm, uh, I live in West Virginia in the United States. Um, I uh, encountered headlessness in January of this year and have been uh, reading and practicing and coming to the Hangouts. Um, and uh, just a couple of weeks ago, I went to Oregon for the first American gathering uh, that Richard uh, and one of our other members, Sequoia, put together. And it was such a wonderful experience to be with a group of people who had this perspective. And there were, there were 29 of us there, many of whom didn't know anything about headlessness when, when they came. They just signed up because it was, sounded interesting to them. And um, by the end of the, of the workshop, uh, we were we were literally sharing consciousness. We were all, I think, I, I felt in that uh, in that place of seeing together and just spontaneously living our lives. And it was it was a really wonderful experience for me. Uh, I I realized that uh, I'm I am my own best self when I am. Uh, aware of that and seeing that and experiencing that with other people. So um, I was 
I was flying. <laughs> I was uh, I was really having a good time. So I, I have recently been, uh, most recently, focusing on um, on being uh, accepting everything that comes to me in every moment, and it's really challenging. Uh, but um, I'm I'm keeping that as my goal, and um, and. Sometimes it works. <laughs> so it's great to have, uh, have a group of people who can, you know, uh, give me feedback, give me uh, inspiration, share their own experiences. So this has been, this has been really a wonderful, a wonderful thing in my life as well. So thank you. Great. Thank you, Barbara. And great to meet you at the gathering, face to no face. Yes, and Doug, who was at the gathering too. Yes, that was Barbara's wingman there. <laughs> <laughs> and it was one. It really was a wonderful experience. I'm just caught up in all the introductions. Actually, can we just do those all again? <laughs> um, yeah, I live in uh, in Colorado in the United States, and. Um, and uh, and uh, one of the unique things about the gathering, I think, were the experiments that you can actually do together. Um, and and uh, you know that's something you can't do by yourself, and it's something we we can't easily do together on these on the video hangouts either. So that was uh, that was a remarkable place. And I've met Matthew and Barbara and Sequoia and Richard, all people that I've only known before, um, you know, through the internet. I you know again having met them met them in person. So I think that was uh, that was really wonderful thing to do. And then it all kind of vanished <laughs> and continued on. But, uh, you know, that was uh, neat, too. It's good to get back out and good to get it in the hangouts. It's been really sustaining for me. Um, uh, and one of the things about the Headless Way I'm especially enjoying uh, these days is, is, is turning it into a, a meditation practice, really. Um, where, uh, you know, it's something that returning uh, to the pre-verbal, non-verbal state is, um, is very refreshing and uh, uh, tends to distill out uh, um, some of the other stuff going on. So I, I'm really enjoying just the non-verbal aspects of it, doing the experiments without any verbal, just returning to my body or taking a walk and, 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 you know, seeing the world do its magic, mm -hmm. um, you know, without, without me needing to, uh, um, you know, editorialize or rationalize or otherwise um, make a story of it. Marvelous. Thank you, Doug. Thank you. And uh, I'm in London and I was thinking, I think it was yesterday, I, it's one of those things that happens to me. I, we were in a video hangout, and I commented on the fact of how, how powerful the seeing is and how it affects every area of my life. And I said, for example, when I look at someone, look, uh, when I look at anyone now on the screen or in life, there's face to no face, and there's nothing in the way. And it's not an idea primarily, it's an experience. And I said, it's very, very intimate. And that, it, that came out, I wasn't thinking of it before, and it's kind of spoken to me. 
these things do. You hear what you say, and then you say, oh, that's true. And uh, it's true, isn't it? When you look at anyone else here, uh, there's nothing in the way. And there's no distance. No. That's right. That's right. You're right in me here now, and I guess I'm right in you there now. And as Doug was saying, it's a non-verbal experience, and it doesn't have to mean anything. It doesn't have to feel anything any particular way. But uh, I think, as you said, Doug, the non-verbal experience is the way it is. But how relieving that you don't have to think or feel anything. But what has, uh, struck me in all these introductions that almost every one of us mentioned in one way or another the, the connections within uh, the headless experience, that the, yeah, this, the extra dimension of sharing it with others. And uh, that's what lately is, is uh, so extraordinary for me as well, that, you know, I used to practice all my spiritual things and ways very individually as a yeah, development of me. But lately I'm, I'm more aware that it's uh, actually a development of, uh, of a we. <laughs> mm. and, uh, and that's getting like not just a concept, but a, like a reality for me. Yes. <laughs> that I'm moving forward uh, horizontally with uh, a whole uh, bunch of other individuals that have the same insights. Yes. And are willing to share from their particular point of view their experiences. And, uh, and it's, um, um, it's, it's bringing me such more awareness than I could ever have done on my own. Yes. Mm. I know. It's very well organized, isn't it? The way it's set up. And uh, to be, you know, you see who you are and you see that you're the only one. But then... Uh, there emerges this possibility of sharing it with others who are yourself yet not yourself. And here there are six of us, and it's a circle and not a hierarchy. We're all equally aware of who we are. You can't be half who you are or, or be it a little bit less clearly than someone else. And, uh, uh, and this is a mysterious and exciting and special thing to have friends that uh, are enjoying this and uh, there's no doubt that everyone's enjoying this. I mean, you, it's so simple, you can't see your head. And, yeah. Uh, many voices in one consciousness, yes. Now, I noticed for me, uh, going back to see, just seeing what comes from the void, you know, uh, when I look at people that way, um, there's a there's a real shift for me because there's not a sense of thinking that the person should be this way or this way, mm. and uh, and because of that, I've noticed recently more and more and more I feel these uh, people that even used to annoy me, like yesterday, uh, one of my employees that swears all the time during meetings and sometimes it's over the top and it's like. I just was cracking up and I felt such uh, 
lack of a better word, I think maybe it's the right word, love, you know, like I just feel these oftentimes really love toward people. And uh, I think it really is just because there's a uh, realizing that, that I am, I am this awareness, so to speak. Um, yes, yes. It's just, uh, it's kind of like if I had to describe it in words, if I'm the space, then whatever comes in the space comes and goes. So, uh, so I don't have to do anything. No. You know, it's like the chicken in the movie last night. I mean, I didn't have to do any of that. And <laughs> like, um, yes. And but, when you're with someone else, uh, Matthew, as you're saying, I mean, we're talking now and mm-hmm. When you're aware of being space for the other, you're, you're space for all of them, for their voice, and also your voice and your reactions. Yes. In some way, you embrace them. It is love. You include them uh, in this uh, unconditionally open space that you are. I mean, it is the way you're built. This is not an achievement. You're not. It's not something that you happen to develop. It's just you notice it and this is shocking and it's profound and it's ever new and you can't really get used to it you're mm-hmm. open for me now and i'm open for you it's true isn't it yes mm. like like we've talked about but it seems like i um i lost it so to speak or there was a sense of not it's not achieving for me at all and it's a sense of re re-realizing mm. right yes and then these hangouts, I was just going to add in the workshop. For me, they're monumental because so many spiritual seekers I've talked with have had that sense of aloneness where there's a sense of, you know, people are, are really just interested in things that aren't, you know, like watching, watching perhaps uh daytime TV or, or, or whatever it is, it just seems like there's not a sense of these questions. And so for, for me, I can only speak for myself and from what I've heard from people, there can be a sense of feeling almost crazy. Like well, what, what's wrong with me? Like, well, how come, how come no one is interested in this? And, and so coming to have a group to hang out with, check in and realize that I'm not crazy, that it's like, it's just, yeah. it's, it's terrific. Yeah, that's right. Now, this is sharing it. You see that it's sane and it's normal and it's uh, everybody's birthright. You were going to say something, Ilka? Yes, I, I loved what Barbara said, that tellelessness seems to bring out the best in her. And it is exactly my experience. Yeah. Um, and it is also what Matthew says, because I believe the best in me is this love that, that comes up. And I see that it is not only with other seers that I experience it or that I am this love and this being built open. And it is so fantastic that being built open is always new. You, you don't get used to it. Like Richard said, it is, it is not something that you, you learn and then you're in it or something, but, but it is, it is always the immediate experience in that very moment. And, uh, for me, uh, Karin and me, we, we were so lucky to be uh, in the Salisbury hangout, which took place this summer. And uh, for me, this gave such a giant shift because I had been, uh, I had been conscious of being headless uh, one year ago. And then in Salisbury with all the other 50 people who were there, 
it was uh, i think it it must have been the same as in your american meeting there and uh, uh i since then i see that uh, it is even with with people who haven't ever heard of this headlessness because when i got back to my work it 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 was like i was merely um dealing with them like i i had been dealing with the other seers in salisbury yeah. so that, that's what matthew also says with, with his colleagues and i think it is so great that that all this support of your of your friends enabled me to to have the strength or the courage to even be open in my normal daily life mm. i'm i'm so grateful for you to be there <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes yes uh, seeing who you are it isn't just uh, being open to other people who are enjoying this it's unconditionally open to everyone and you're seeing as and for everyone in in a way i i think you could put it like that yeah. and and just to add to that you know the i've done various other retreats i mentioned this before and the for me the most wonderful thing about the headlessness was it wasn't a feeling normally i come back on super highs from these you know spiritual retreats and you can't help it because it's and there was a sense of that with this too but then there was also a sense of i felt really no different from when i went in before the workshop and uh and it, it wasn't like i had to be afraid of going downhill or losing something because uh all i had to do is come back to to this mm -hmm. and uh and it, i don't know it just continues to blossom i mean i definitely hit these 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 pits And it seems like the world's going to cave in. And I just see that for coming up in the void. And then all of a sudden it's like, I find, I find these situations where I'm just laughing my ass off with other people and just going, oh my God, crazy. <laughs> yes. I think the headless way doesn't promise anything in specific really, except nothing and everything. <laughs> so that is guaranteed. But, uh, <laughs> Yeah. This is, uh, it's deceptive, isn't it? That you say, well, come on the workshop and uh, uh, we'll give you nothing and everything, you know. And uh, I think for me, the recognition that uh, headlessness is not promising a kind of permanent bliss out there in the world or, or something like that. This is being realistic. There's nothing permanent in the world except being. You know, nothing and everything. And uh, for me, this, I think it, you know, it's one of those developmental things within the unchanging nothing, everything. It's this acceptance in my life that life is, uh, it comes and goes, and the successes come and go, and the feelings come and go. Mm -hmm. And so when I stop feeling happy and feel sad, more and more I think, what did I expect? This is the way it is. This is okay. I'm not doing anything wrong. Here's where I find my unchanging safety and freedom and security and joy. But there it comes and goes. And yes. uh, so like you, you know, you leave the workshop, you leave the gathering 
and uh, you come down from it, like you came down from the hills, you know, you come down from it. And uh, this life moves on, and there's nothing gone wrong, and you realize that. You say, I haven't lost anything basic. I didn't gain anything basic, and I haven't lost anything basic, mm -hmm. but I'm enjoying what is basic, my true nature. Yes. Well, and, and, and in my case, you know, I was, uh, you know, I was spaced to be angry yesterday. Mm. <laughs> wow. Um, and and that's an, it's an interesting experience. You know, I experience all of the, uh, you know, when I'm angry, I'm, I'm, I'm not articulate. <laughs> I, clarity suffers in the process. But, but you know, I, I, I still know when I'm angry, I'm not any less headless than I'm with, than I am with you, with, with, with you now. You know, I experience my anger. I experience the other person. You know, I experience myself, um, you know, getting feedback from myself and others about whether this, the angry exchange is, uh, is, uh, is working or not working or what, what's going on with that. You know, I mean, it's, it's part, you know, I'm, and I'm, I'm rarely angry, but this was one of the cases. And, and some people believe I should be more angry as a matter of fact. <laughs> <laughs> so, Doug, you they're, said they're you angry with you for not being angry enough. <laughs> well, my wife says you should be more angry, you know, <laughs> get angry, man. <laughs> so, Doug, you were angry yesterday, you said? Yeah, with, with my daughter. Oh, you must not be enlightened then. You must not get it. <laughs> well, thank, thank God. It's all I can um, You need to go back to the workshop. <laughs> this is a very good thing to bring up, Doug, uh, because... Uh, we all get angry, uh, most of us anyway, or sad or frustrated. Or And does this mean that we're not headless? Not at all. That's one of the, uh, the yeah. things, that you can be headless. Yeah. You are headless, whatever you're feeling. And the fact that uh, it, it is made clear that you can, you, your reactions happen in the space uh, means that you can be Patient and kind to yourself and patient and kind probably to others. You're more likely to because you're not giving yourself a hard time for having somehow failed or dropped off the enlightenment vehicle or something. You haven't. Yes, that's very... Uh, yeah, sure. I, I totally subscribe that uh, even with depression and all of that, I used to have a very strong uh, judgment on myself when I had these negative moods or things, I thought, oh my God, you know, what have I been doing the past years? Have I learned nothing and all of that? But the misunderstanding was, of course, that still in my head a little bit, that the, the person out there would uh, transform into a kind of, you know, always clarity permanent thing, which is not true. Out there, the life goes on and, uh, and, Sometimes the sky can be very dark and stormy and mm. and thundery and well black, uh, but it's all out there and here. It doesn't affect anything here. In mm. essence, it's just yes. appearing in here, and uh, and that's such a marvelous discovery, is it? Yes. Yeah. I think for me that that's probably the biggest thing with headlessness that is really come across in my experience is this uh that realization with Doug shared you know 
you know, every, every ever, and I've done so many searches and it's just like every one of them almost seems to be the sense of uh, you're supposed to be in this euphoric state. And, uh, and especially with all the teachers and the, you know, the, the gurus looking like they're all blissed out. And it's just like, what a, that was such a trap for me. And, uh, and this is not that, you know, it's like, man, I was so depressed about two weeks ago and, same experience and it was just like this wave of heaviness coming through but you know who's to say heaviness is any better than lightness right so uh so that that for me is monumental yes yeah. yes it also opens up the the range for self-discovery because this longing feeling for example that i have all day long today and normally uh I know that during my whole life, it was always connected to um, my own feeling of being a woman and needing someone, a partner or something like that. And I immediately switched into that. And now that I'm headless, I, I know I'm headless. I have always been headless, but now I know it. And I can, uh, dis, uh, uh, I can just um, uh, explore it from this uh, standpoint. And I see that it is just the feeling of longing and has, it has nothing to do with my uh, gender role or with something else. It is just this feeling and I can, um, and, and, and I can, um, how do you call it? It's not discover. It is like making a research on it. And I know that uh, tomorrow or to after tomorrow, there will be any other kind of feeling or thought or something coming up and this is my life journey and now I can um, I can travel in my life journey and the uh, uh, everything that presents itself to me during my life uh, I can just enjoy it and 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 accept it and uh, really be open to it and and I, I have the feeling that I'm really proceeding something like proceeding not always treading the same treadmill as before mm -hmm. but uh, i'm able to to do something on it because i'm more understanding and i can try and, mm -hmm. and 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 relate to it not only being its victim but relating to it as mm -hmm. the void yes yes well i got some um some really valuable feedback uh right after the uh the gathering when I went back to uh, stay with the friend that, uh, that I knew in Oregon. Uh, and um, I, I got back and I was bubbling over with, uh, with happiness and enthusiasm for my experience. And, uh, and I, I said some things to her about uh, that were something like, I, you know, I, I really want you to be happy. And, um, Later, she uh, she let me know that um, that she felt I was not accepting her exactly as she was, yes. and and I I could be the space to hear that finally, uh, mm. and it, that was that was such valuable uh, information for me that mm. uh, that. Uh, certainly what what I, I always want to be completely open and spacious for my friends and the people that I love mm. and that uh, I can I can I can step on their on their space by uh, by doing that sometimes mm. so uh, I was really really very uh, grateful to to have that final lesson <laughs> of the gathering uh, 
and uh, it's amazing what the void gives us, isn't it? It it it's how intelligent and wise it is. It uh, what it provides us with out of nothing. Mm -hmm. Yes. A few days ago, maybe a week ago, I put out a video reflection of Douglas Harding. And I, it's from a, a clip from an interview I did with him, 2001, I think it was. And he was 90, 92 or something. Anyway, in, in this clip, he quotes Meister Eckhart and the medieval German theologian who says, uh, do, do God the favor, it's Christian, of course, do God the favor of, get, of letting God be God in you. Mm -hmm. And I, I know that quote, and I, I've seen, uh, heard Douglas say it many times. But it really struck me. Do God the favor of letting, you know, get out of the way. See you're empty. See you're God. Be God. The only way God is going to experience being God is in you. It's not somewhere else. And I've been uh, kind of enjoying this. I, uh, today, I, woke, uh, I was waking up, and I... Well, you know, there's no other better moment than now to let God be God in me, you know, to be God and to uh, notice that this hangout is appearing out of nothing now, magically, <laughs> unpredictably, that I'm empty for all of you, that I am, you know, I don't know what's going to happen. And then there's a moment of depression uh, or something's not going right or I woke up with a bit of headache or something like that. And now I think... This is God being God in me. You know, it not does not mean I'm doing anything wrong. It's just don't expect perfection there. You know, but it, I mm -hmm. mean, what a treasure! What a gift we have mm -hmm. here. This opportunity, this direct access to who we really are. I mean, we speak about it as if, oh, yeah, I'm seeing who I am. You know, but it is shocking, really shocking. <laughs> Fantastic. And yeah. it's ordinary as well. That's the great thing. It's yeah. not high. It's uh, it's the most normal and ordinary and natural thing there is. Just to see all the way through to the core, so to speak. Mm. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I think we were talking uh, in an earlier um hangout this week about being one with everything and how uh, I cannot survive without all of the layers of me going out through my home, my, my community, the trees, the earth, uh, the mm -hmm. universe beyond. Um, and uh, it's that, that's also um uh, that's a, a, a really wonderful uh, mm. place to realize that that I am uh, that uh, that I am all of those things, all of the tiny things down to the atoms and molecules, all the way out to the stars. Uh, that cosmic perspective is mm -hmm. um, yes. is really uh, it, it, it's expanding. It's it's. Uh, and this is uh, where the headless way, I've got the model here, unites spirituality with science. Uh, the headless way is not asking you to believe any of that. We test it and you see that you're made of layers and uh, 
Uh, it's all one living body. And this is such a brilliant contribution. And it's, uh, you know, what a beautiful mind body you have. And it's, uh, it's a vision that is just, uh, can be verified. It's, it's uh, yeah, fantastic. I was talking to my students yesterday that reminded me of the model just now. Um, I teach with uh, 29 fifth graders and just talking out of the void, this, the topic came up about, you know, our lungs. And if you ask them, where are your lungs in the law point, you know, in here. And then I said, well, would it be possible? We have these beautiful trees out my window. And I said, okay, so those trees up there, they give off the oxygen that, that feeds these lungs. I said, would it be fair to say that, you know, without those trees, we couldn't have these. And they all agreed. I said, so therefore those trees, we could say are, our lungs, correct? Mm-hmm. And they all immediately said, oh, yes. And then we went on a step further and I said, okay, so the clouds that give those trees the water, mm-hmm. you know, um, could we not say indirectly or directly that those clouds are also our lungs because the clouds give the trees mm-hmm. the uh, water to grow and they immediately got it. And then mm-hmm. we went on and, you know, another step and even said, well, the, uh, the wind that moves the clouds and the realization that Mm. I'm not this separate uh, identity located in the space, but I really am. I am the clouds. I am the rain I'm the tree and everything. is. And as you uh, also could go in and you say, well, your lungs are made of cells. Mm. and uh, then your cells are made of molecules and there you have this model image of these layers and then the natural question is who or what is at the center because your human identity is one layer it's not at center it's uh, one layer actually Douglas there's a, a video clip I think it's on the website back in the late 70s Douglas Harding did a tour with the Est Foundation, Werner Erhard. And before the tour, he did a workshop with the trainers in San Francisco. And he was developing the model, and he he had a picture of the model. And in the model, he says that uh, when he asks uh, adults where they are on this model, where are you? All the adults point to here, see. And when he asked children, all the children pointed to here. <laughs> oh, the centre, you know. And uh, so when you, uh, it's a natural, obvious question, but when you realise you're dependent on these outward layers and you're made of these inward layers, then, they, then who or what is at the centre of all these layers? Well, yes. you are. And the only way to find out what it what you are at the centre is to point and look, which is one of the you Meadows know, experiment. Point and look, because no one else can tell you, because they're all outside you. Mm-hmm. When you when you point and look, you see that the source of this fantastic body, the, this onion-like structure of appearances, is this the one. Amazing. That's a beautiful way that you did it, though, Matthew, with your students. I mean, that's so uh, kind of, you know, step by step and and practical and uh, tangible, really. 
It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, and it seems so important um, to the, the kind of work that you're doing, Matthew and uh, Karen and Richard and all of the people that who are who are carrying this um, this message, this perspective uh, to others in the world uh, that we see because there's there seem to be a lot of people that haven't awakened to the fact that mm-hmm. the trees and the air and the water are us. Mm-hmm. And without them, uh, we're, we're not going to do very well as, mm-hmm. as little beings. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so I, I, I know I've, I mean, I've had that viewpoint my whole life before I, long before I ever heard about being headless, but I've, I've felt that, that connection uh, with the rest of the world. And uh, so I don't know. I just think it's, it's wonderful that, uh, that more and more people are, are, are learning about this. and. The implications of seeing who you are are vast uh, and uh, in every area of life. Uh, like Matthew has highlighted there, you become aware that the environment is your body. And mm-hmm. so uh, uh, that uh, makes all the difference. It's not something outside you, separate from you, that you're not dependent on, that you don't need, that you can treat as you like with no consequences. But in, in a thousand in other ways, seeing who you really are affects the way that you are. It must do. Uh, you know, for example, how you relate to others when you realize that they are yourself, that mm-hmm. they are the one in disguise, that no one has who they really are better than others, so that's non-hierarchical. It's profoundly respectful because you see that uh, everybody is the one. Uh, you can't get more respectful than that in a very basic, essential kind of orientation towards others. And then the identification um, with, you know, like that image of, I'll call it me on the screen down there. It's like, you know, that appears more than say Karen's image, right? So I see that image. I I can wake up in the morning and look in the mirror. There's that similar shape, you know, this shape and this, this feature. So, you know, I, I don't know. There's that aspect of it too. So I guess yeah. we could, you know, God gave us this both. That's both. right. Uh, and it, we we respect the way things are given. And when I look in the mirror, I see Richard and not Matthew. And uh, I live with Richard in a way that I don't live with Matthew. I'm not Richard here, but Richard is a, yes. I've got Richard's body coming out of the void here and you've got <laughs> Matthew's and, and so on. And so God appears as a person. Appears as a as a species, but mm-hmm. this is to be respected and honoured because it's the way things are given. So one's not kind of denying being identified with being a person, but your place locating it, and that, then your self. That you see, if you uh, put your individual self at the centre, you're not letting God be God in you. You're trying to usurp God's throne and put this, yourself as an individual here. To, but when you see who you are, you, you uh, locate your personhood where he or she belongs and, where, and locate God where God belongs, or the Buddha nature or the void or whatever you want to call it. And uh, this is uh, 
it's, it's being kind of sane at last. And, uh, and yet recognizing that that person has a special role in your universe. <laughs> yeah, I, I like to call it. I like call, I like to call it being insane rather than outsane. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. That's good. Well, what I like so much about this uh, this headless way is uh, the seeing aspect of it. Is when I look now, I literally see that. I see. Uh, uh, two legs and two arms and a piece of my, uh, uh, what is this called, uh, breast and belly and so coming out of I don't know what. And then it just continues into the computer, the room, uh, through the window, the trees, the sky. Mm-hmm. And can I divide between that? No, I can't. Oh, well, I can say, well, this is the end of my leg and this is the beginning of the little table, but what's the difference? Mm. <laughs> I would say so. Yeah. What's the difference between this leg and and the sky? I, I can't really say. So it's there's just this massive thing coming out of I don't know what. <laughs> it's, it's visible any moment of any moment really. So it's a fact. It's an astounding fact, and you know, never the mind, unless the mind always thinks, "Oh, I am here. The outside world is there." It's just plainly not true when I really look. Yes. And uh, that's the most fantastic reminder I I I can have. Just look and see how it is, how it's given. Beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. And that, that nagging sense of um, of alienation that that so many of us feel from time to time is just sharply diminished, right? The center is never alone. Yes. yes, yes. All the layers out there on your model, you know, are are separated, different, and um, and and things. And and this thing is close to all things. Yes. <laughs> Yes. And what I find so astonishing uh, during my spiritual path, I always thought that the the total consciousness would be something different than me, and I would be some some the me feeling would be different, but it is not, and that's really crazy because <laughs> I I had expected that it would be different, but it is all the me feeling that I know from childhood, and I know that in each of you it is the same me feeling. And this also makes me much more understanding to people because I know whoever I meet, they have exactly the same me feeling as I have. Mm -hmm. And uh, if I see their actions, then I can uh, understand perhaps where their actions come from because I see the difference between my action and their action. And then I see why are they acting like that and why I why am I acting like this? And uh, it gives me the possibility of understanding because I can try and find out if I were they, if I was in a body who was acting like that, then what would we make? What would me make me act like that? It is like I have an yes. access. I have access to everybody. <laughs> yes, yes. This gives you immediate access to everyone and uh, enables um, much more possibility of compassion and understanding Mm. as you place yourself in their headless shoes. Yes. (laughs) What's it like hanging out together? 
<laughs> it's so great. It's <laughs> as always. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's a place of comfort for me. It's a, it's a, for me, it's like a, a port. You know, I know it's different for everyone, but for me, it's a port. I go in and I anchor the ship and I chat with my friends, so to speak, and I have, you know, have a nice lunch, talk about things, and and uh, it's just so uh, so beautiful. Mm. Yes, uh, it's so grateful. Yes, to have. Uh, I mean, the internet is, is, has come out in the void as well, and the, the yeah. one has produced this possibility of connecting up with others around the planet to. Uh, to check in about what it's like to be the one, and, you know, in all these different countries, different lives. And this is a new thing as well. And uh, the one has decided this is uh, very supportive and interesting. And yeah. I love it. The other day I, I uh, emailed Richard back and I said, I was just feeling one of these moments of, crazy euphoric feelings and I just was like so grateful and I think I said something really kind to Richard and thank you and he uh, immediately sends something back and it's just a picture of the hand looking right back at me <laughs> right that's that's the same to you fella <laughs> yeah. yes, yes. I think a lot of a lot of people might have said, Here, "Here's a copper. If you want to go ahead and put some money in it, yeah. <laughs> it's not up yours. It's in yours." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, these these gatherings are are so uh, uh, restorative for me in the in the sense that they, it brings me back to remembering and seeing. Um, and so I am uh, very grateful that that I, as the larger expanded uh, mm-hmm. being, have did create the internet mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> made all this all of this possible. <laughs> and created all of you to be here. Yeah. And, and uh, yes, all all for my benefit. <laughs> You're a little known secret. The uh, the creator of the internet. <laughs> You're gonna well, out I you now. <laughs> I, I thought Al Gore did that. He was a vice president. Yeah, he's uh, he and I work together on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. They are the two. And the thing is that uh, when you're with friends and sharing the seeing, I mean, who is seeing? And who, you know, am I doing it? Are you doing it? There's no division in the space in the one consciousness. I mean, I, it, you you can't explain it or analyze it into final bits. You know, it's a mystery. But what a joy! And it kind of takes the heat off somehow. I mean, that not totally non-competitive, and uh, you're already home. Uh, it's uh, yeah. And it's fun to watch the nonverbal effect. How does the breathing change? How does the body change? How does the sensations in my face change? You know, all of that, all that happens. I call those the side effects. Mm. You, you know, the experiments are all about something else, but there's a side effect that happens, you know, mm. of, uh, 
And it's a good side effect. Side effect. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. And that's kind of where all the action is for me, actually, is the side effects. And it's what? That's kind of where the action is for where me, the, action the side is. effects. Yes. Um, yes, there's no action here, mm. except being. <laughs> being and creating, yeah. all the rest. <laughs> And it's such a marvelous position, is it, from exploring the world anew, from knowing where it comes from. Mm. It's a completely different uh, position than exploring the world from being in the midst in it and, you know, just tormented and smacked around by it and all of it. So it's a whole new journey of discovery just to, to redo it from the right place, so to speak. Yeah. 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 Wonderful. Absolutely wonderful. I have this, this, uh, where I live, when it just 20 meters from my um, backyard is this water and a bench and this huge skies. And it doesn't seem to be very polluted here. So I have these starry nights. And uh, these are the moments when I walk out there at night that I feel so united with the whole universe. Yes. Just being in this massive space and seeing the stars and sometimes an airplane. And, and I to- totally lose sense of that I'm this tiny human being, but I just become this mm. vastness. And, uh, and, and seeing that it's not a mood, but that it's actually a reality. Yes. I am it. Yes. Yes, you don't have to hype yourself up or... You know, it's just the way it's given. Everything is in you. you yeah. yeah. I think we're going to draw to a close. Any final thoughts about uh, headlessness or about uh, meeting together before we close? I've got one, and that, and that is I think a lot of what, you know, I hear people saying is, 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 is talking about this journey from really from alienation to intimacy. You know, from being a thing to love and whatever all that that entails. I think that I think that that's what comes to mind. Yes, the, the being the space is discovering, uh, you know, such intimacy, isn't it? There's no dividing line. The space we say the space and what's in it, but that those are words that uh, rely the fact that there's no dividing line yet, that you go right through and behind and into everything. <laughs> Yeah. Any other thoughts? I'm so nourished by these hangouts. So thank you. So am I. Thank you to everybody. Thank you. Okay. Well, great to hang out with you all. And uh, put you back in the great void. Sorry, Barbara. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, actually, it's a good thing. <laughs> it is. I've always been here and I always will be here. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, you right. can't make me into a thing, Richard. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, same to you. <laughs> in yours. <laughs> in yours. <laughs> I better stop now. All right. <laughs> Lovely to meet you. I'm going to close down the broadcast here. So, take care. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye.
Thanks for listening. If you'd like to learn more about the Headless Way and the work of Douglas Harding, or to join in on one of our weekly online meetings, please visit www.headless.org.